Welcome to the Riding from the Inside Out, Empowering Our Horse Girl Selves podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Waldo. In this podcast, I talk about how I became a horse girl as a child and why I've returned to being a horse girl as an adult. I discuss what I've learned about why many of us are horse girls, what that inexplicable heart and soul-based force is that draws us to horses like moths to a flame, how I've learned that our relationships with horses can be an opportunity for us as horse girls to empower ourselves at our deepest inner self levels, and how by doing so, we can feel more empowered in all aspects of our lives, including in our riding and our relationships with horses. In this show, I'll share personal stories of my journey to date and how I continue to practice doing this day to day in my relationship with my current horses. I'll also periodically interview other women about how they're empowering themselves as horse girls as well. So join me as we go on this journey of empowering our horse girl selves together. Welcome back to the Riding from the Inside Out podcast. In today's episode, I am talking about the idea of embracing our horse girl life, the ups, the downs, and even the blah moments. And what I've learned about that, why I say that at the end of my videos, um, when I do videos on like little shorts and things of the little um, experiences I have with my horses and why it kind of came to me to say that and why I think it's important for and beneficial for us all to do. So let's dive into this. Um, First of all, if you hear a cat purring, I have a cat that um, we call her my art cat because she hangs out in my office. She hasn't integrated with the other cats in our household. Well, the one how well the one cat in the household hasn't integrated with her. So she's been hanging out in my office and she loves when I record to sit on my lap and purr and purr and purr and grab me like a little koala bear. So if you hear that, um that's just part of the package of what can happen. Um, Most of the time my mic doesn't pick it up. But, you know, this leads a little bit into this topic because what is, what is the real underlying message of what I'm really saying by telling you about this cat? I'm telling you, you know, it may not be perfect. You may not like cats. You may not want to hear a cat purring, but it is what it is and I'm accepting it haven't always been like that. Um, in my first podcast, in the very beginning, I I didn't script anything. I've never really scripted. Um, maybe, maybe in that first podcast in 2018, I might have had like some topics written down or whatever. 
um, and jotted down a couple of notes, although those went by the wayside like really quickly. Um, but I did like go through and kind of edit out my ums and pauses and incorrect words and all of that. I did that, um, I forget for how long until I finally was like, forget it. Uh, I just am not doing that. And if you hear this podcast, you hear me say a lot of ums, which, you know, is supposed to be a no, no. But for me, you know, because I'm having candid conversations with you about what I'm experiencing, sometimes an um is just me gathering the right words for the information that is flowing through me. And to me, that's just a natural way of being. And it's accepting, kind of like accepting things as they are, which I've found to be incredibly empowering. And it's the same thing with the cat. It's like, instead of trying to make this perfect recording and having this perfect experience so that it sounds perfect, what is perfect? I mean, we all know there's a bunch of BS on social media and in the media, uh, you know, that is about illustrating an image of perfection. And the reality is that is not the reality. So this ties into what this ties into this topic of embracing our horse girl lives. And when I say embracing our horse girl lives, I mean, all aspects of our horse girl lives the, you know, beautiful moments, the really cool, awesome, we're really happy about moments, the we're not so happy, we maybe are angry, embarrassed, hurt, sad, whatever moments, and even the blah moments, the moments that kind of seem like they don't even mean anything, they just kind of feel like the space is in between when things happen, embracing all of it, all of that what I've come to understand that is that embracing all of that is empowering ourselves. That is key to us empowering ourselves because we are holding our power, our energy, Um, Our power is our energy, our life force energy. We're holding it and we're allowing it to flow by accepting or embracing it. Um, You know, the word embracing, uh, I looked it up because I was like, huh, what is, you know, what is embracing really mean? And the first definition under, I forget whose definition this is, but Um, oh, Oxford Languages Online, was to hold someone, to hold closely in someone's arms, especially as a sign of affection. But the second one is to accept or support a belief theory or change willingly and enthusiastically. And that's the one I'm talking about. Um, Because when we embrace all of it, it's, it's like we hold our, we hold our own power. We, we hold our own energy and 
what that is doing is allowing that energy to flow within us, um, to flow and express. And um, one of the things I've learned a lot about, I talk about this a lot in my other podcast, Creating from the Inside Out, is a lot more about energy. Um, what I've learned studying energy, my own experiences with energy, you know, things like energy and our um, vibrational frequency. And I don't even, I don't get like all woo woo on it. Um, but really, our power is our energy and what we do with it. And when we embrace our life and our experiences, the energy in us continues to to kind of flow and to move. When we feel um, a sense of like, if we feel bad about something and we choose to not want to feel it, it is a stopping of that energy. And that is the non-flow. So how did this come up for me? Well, you know, I started um, creating these little videos, uh, like shorts and stuff for social media. And, um, you know, little, little funny things and, you know, experiences that I have with my horses, um, really wanting to be very authentic, um, because I don't see the point in doing anything other than that at this point in my life. And, you know, sometimes there are things that are like really frustrating, like when my horses do things that are just really crazy. Um, and other times there are things that are just really amazing. And other times it's just like these moments in between. And I just kind of automatically started writing at the end of my video this title or this like the words embracing my horse girl life I didn't even realize I was doing it I just like put that and then I put the podcast um kind of like little logo down below and and this is what I'm talking about it's like embracing all of it embracing all of it and let me, let me just kind of talk about this a little bit more. So have you ever, have you ever looked back at photos from your past or maybe a journal or something like that, but photos can really do it where you look back and you're like, you have nostalgia or you, you, you see things and you're like, wow, you know, that was really a cool experience or you know look my hair looks really good in that photo or you know well that was a fun day but you also can remember you you don't initially remember but if you sit and you really think about it you can remember maybe all of the other experiences you were having at that time in your life um Maybe you were going through a period where you felt like most of your days felt very challenging at that period. But yet, how is it in that picture you're capturing something that doesn't bring that to you? Like that didn't get captured in the picture or it's not what is what you're remembering. I've had this happen so many times where, you know, like I would look back at pictures 
um, and just be like, wow, I, that was a really cool moment or that look at how, I don't know, just that was a really good experience or really fun or, you know, dare say my hair looked a lot better than what I thought it used to look like or, um, or what, whatever kind of thoughts I have. I often can also sit and remember though, that it might've felt like that photo was being taken in a period where I felt like things weren't really working very well in my life. And yet how is it that that didn't come to me at all when I looked at that photo. Have you had this happen? How could you explain that? How could you explain that a photo, like you don't even have any awareness of anything negative or um, undesirable, even though it maybe came at a larger chapter in your life, maybe where you felt like things were really challenging or you were, you know, really struggling. And I think this is really, um, you know, just kind of like life, life, right? Like we, we're going through life and we always are, at least I am often, you know, thinking about, um, what is, what is the thing I'm seeking next? Or what is, what is it that is not, you know, working in my life? Or um, what is it that I don't, you know, have right now that I want? Like, we're always wanting to expand or to go to the next thing or to grow. I think that's human nature, right? I mean, have you ever experienced that where you like really want something, really want something, really want something, and then finally you get it and then you're like on to the next thing and you're like, why couldn't I just be happy with that thing that I got like and not want anything else again? That just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't work for me. I can appreciate the thing that I now have, but I'm always like on to then the next thing, right? Like that's just to me human nature. So if that's the case, um, we're in this constant state of kind of like our own evolution or our own, um, expansion of our own experiences, you know? And what I found is that when we can learn to embrace that, like to accept that that's what we tend to do as humans and that that's okay, and we can learn to embrace all of where we are kind of all the time. Um, Not necessarily always like love it or like it, but just embrace it, meaning just kind of like accept it and take it on. That is what creates for me a sense of empowerment because I don't need things to be a certain way. I don't need something to be a certain way for me to cert- 
to feel a certain way. Like I don't need um, it to all be good. And I don't need to avoid what I would say is bad. Um, Because the reality is often all of those experiences are ones that I later look back on and I appreciate them for whatever it is they were. Like some of the toughest experiences in my life that I've had where I just didn't know how I would ever get through it. Um, Later, I look back and I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. I see what an amazing thing that was. Um, An example of that is, you know, what I, I have this other podcast that I stopped recording episodes for um but it it's um it's called adventures in ranching and it was about our first um kind of chunk of time creating our horse property here in Montana after not knowing we were going to do that and not knowing how to do that I mean I'd obviously grown up having horses but we always boarded them I never had my own property with horses and I certainly never set up from scratch property that wasn't set up at all for horses and kind of needing to do it in a hurry because said horse was arriving soon or was already here and we needed to figure things out like stat right so like there was a lot of um just oh my gosh, moments where I felt like I just didn't even know how to navigate. Like my husband and I used to joke that like, we would think there was just like one thing we needed to do. And then it would take like a thousand steps or a thousand things that we had no idea we needed to do to do the one thing that we thought we could do in that one day. And it was always this like constant, um, literal like feeling like we were just um so in the deep end you know it's like we're out in the ocean without a life preserver and not even really knowing how to swim well and we just kind of had to muck about and make it happen the way the best way that we could but what's amazing is when we started or when I started to really embrace that and let myself feel what I was feeling as I was experiencing the, you know, the really down moments, you know, the really defeating experiences and the really high moments. Cause there were, there were moments of like, just, it was like in that experience that I started to discover like I would have like a really bad experience of like trying to learn how to do fencing and then I would discover a new part of our property and a view of the mountain that I had no idea no idea that we had until I was in this one spot and then I was like oh my god this is amazing this is just like this amazing view with like the trees and the mountain and whatever. And I wouldn't have discovered it had I not practically like collapsed next to the driveway working on the fence. Um, and, and so I like had these amazing experiences. And so I started to really practice, um, letting myself just 
embrace all of that. Now, this is something that I have, you know, been learning how to do more slowly in my life. And I really believe this is something that my own guidance had been, you know, calling me to do more and more. But it was like, when we started our, you know, the creation of our horse property, it's like we have this built-in timeline and this built-in need and, and this built-in deadline. And and we had to do a lot of stuff fast. And I had to kind of like really learn how to do this for my own, you know, kind of sanity and well-being because we couldn't, we didn't have any other options. You know, we had to just kind of like get through it. And it's so crazy because, of course, afterwards, you know, I look back and I'm like, oh, my God, we that was so amazing that we did all that stuff. Look at all this stuff that we did. Right. But in the moment, it didn't feel like that. In the moment, there were these like really down moments and really defeating moments and really feel like I'm just going to fall over on the ground and have a temper tantrum moments, which I did. Um you know, and also these amazing, amazing moments where it just felt like, oh, this is amazing, which I had. And then also the moments in between, which kind of felt like just like, they were just like the going through the motions in between those two states, all of it. I've learned to embrace all of it. And this is something that um, I find is so helpful in not just setting up a horse property, but in every day of my life, all aspects of my life. But I feel like, you know, being a horse girl, um, and I've talked about this so much in this podcast that, you know, especially when you're a heart and soul centered horse girl, you know, what I mean by that, and I'm clarifying this more, Um, as I'm getting more clear on it myself, it's like, you know, you're not just in it for like the glamour to say I ride horses, or you're not just in it because it like looks cool. Although it does look cool. And it can be, you know, glamorous and, and whatever, but you're in it, or you do it, because there's some inexplicable kind of thing within you that connects you to horses and it is you know this heart felt thing and it is really a soul based thing I really think it's a soul based thing because I think that there are some of us that just at our soul level however you define the word soul to me it's like your deepest inner core that you know is kind of like goes beyond, you know, maybe where your own current awareness is in the moment, like think of it as being like your best and truest, highest version of yourself. Um, That's an initial way of thinking about it, but you can use it, you know, that term however you want, but that that part of you is connected to the horses and, and something about the horses and um and that in having that connection you do these things you know you maybe 
muck your stalls or you do the hard stuff with um, a horse that's challenging, um, you know, or you whatever, you know, carry water when it's cold or, um, you know, get back on after you, your horse stops at a fence or, or bucks you off or, or, you know, just spooks at a deer or, you know, fill in the blank. Whether you board your horse, whether you have your horse on your own property, whether you, whatever, it does not matter. There are all these experiences that we have with horses. And when we have a heart and soul connection and we're doing it for that, that's why we're in this world. That's why we're in this game, the world of horses. Um, That is this kind of like... um, It's like this driving force that causes us to keep going, to continue to put one foot in front of the other, um, even in moments when things are challenging and keep going because we're not, we're not doing it for some outside reason. We're doing this for an inside reason and, and it's almost like this inexplicable thing and why we need to do it. Um, and when we, when we have that, when we feel that and we're aware of it, and then we start to allow ourselves to embrace, embrace. And again, that definition embrace, I'm going to go back to, which is uh, the second one, which is accept or support willingly and enthusiastically that we're willing to embrace all aspects of it the ups the downs the in-between blah moments we empower ourselves now does that mean that we don't have feelings about it that we pretend like oh you know, my horse just did this, or I just had this horrible experience with my property or this, that, and the other. So I'm just going to pretend that I'm happy about it. No, no, I am not a subscriber of that kind of blanket, you know, pretend positive thinking, um, thing. I do not practice that and I don't buy into it. I actually think that that is disempowering to ourselves um, when we try to pretend like everything is all one way because we think we should because we're afraid otherwise. How disempowering is that? Oh, let's let's what we're really feeling is really unhappy and and not good about something. So let's just pretend it's all good by putting a shiny bandaid on it and pretending that that's the case. That does not work in my experience. That is actually disempowering us of our own energy flow. Why? Because we're not being authentic to ourselves. We're not being authentic to our own experiences. And, you know, and you might be thinking, well, Michelle, well, wait a minute, then aren't we just going to be feeling bad? And my point is that it can take a little practice in the beginning. But when you start to practice and understand that you're emotions and your reactions and what your 
whole self, your heart, your soul, your body, your mind is communicating to you. When you start, and I talk all about this in in my other podcast, Creating from the Inside Out, but when you start to understand that that is all as part of the way I talk about empowerment, it's designed to empower us, meaning for us to understand. It's almost like those are a bunch of fuel gauges to help us understand what we're doing with our own energy and that we have our own energy and our own power that we can manage. When we start to understand that, we start to see that a feeling that we previously might have labeled as bad or whatever is, is a feeling and we can just, it's just energy and, um, we can just feel it and experience it and accept it. And if we pretend that we're not feeling it and we block it or we put a bandaid on it or we pretend it's one thing or another that we're not, we're actually blocking our own energy. We're blocking what our own internal system is communicating to us. And that doesn't serve us. That blocks our energy. It, it, it restricts us. Um, and I've experienced this over and over and over again. And so when we can, um, begin to practice embracing all of this, what happens is we can just allow ourselves to feel like, um, you know, feel whatever frustration, anger, like things we would call negative emotions. We can just allow ourselves to feel them. When we allow ourselves to feel them and we don't block them or pretend they don't exist or ignore them or restrict them, what what happens? What often happens? Have you ever experienced this? Have you ever experienced that when you feel not good and you avoid it, that it just kind of sticks around, that you just continue to feel it? Because that's what I've learned. That is energy in not in flow. And it's like your system is designed to be in flow. It's not what we've been taught to do. It's not how we've been taught to live. But that really is what I've come to understand is really us trying to be us and us flowing ourselves in our own energy and our power. And when we can accept um, all of it, it's like that energy flow continues. So let's let me just kind of dive into this a little bit more. So have you ever had an experience where something really like doesn't feel good and you just, you just, um, you can't do anything about it. So you just have to kind of accept it, right? Like you just kind of have to accept it. There's nothing that can be done. Have you ever noticed that when you accept it and you just kind of like, let it be, have you ever noticed how you feel afterwards? Yeah, maybe in the moment of it, you 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 feel when you when you're just kind of you you feel the emotions and you kind of feel bad. But have you ever noticed that you feel better afterwards? Like crying is a really good example of this. Have you ever like had emotion build up, build up, build up, and then finally you cry about it and you feel really good after a cry? 
well, did those emotions kill you? Did those negative emotions hurt you? No, no. Especially when you start to understand that those emotions are energy looking to be expressed. And it is energy that if you can allow yourself to express them and just experience them, that that energy then continues to flow. Um, and you just kind of are like, yeah, I'm feeling this. And, and then you accept it. And when you accept it, it's like, it's like it's done. It's like a, a chapter that you finished in a book. Um, and you don't have to go back to that chapter unless you decide you want to read the chapter because now you're on to the next chapter. That's kind of the way our energy works as well. And so when we can embrace the experiences of all the things that are happening, this is what can happen. It's like we can, um, it, it, to me, it's, it is what empowering ourselves it is all about. Because when we can accept all of these experiences, not just the really high highs, those are easier for us to experience. Be like, oh my God, I had this amazing experience. You know, like my horse did X, Y, Z, and it was so amazing. Or we went on this trail ride and I saw this view and I had this moment and, and, you know, I felt so connected and that was amazing. Like that's so much easier for us to experience and be like, wow, you know, but what about those other moments that feel not good? or the the kind of like mundane moments what about those those moments are just as powerful for us actually um i've found as i've learned to do this more as i've learned to practice this more so let me give you an example um because I always find that examples, real life examples are so much better than when I talk about these things conceptually. So the other day, um, you know, we had this like crazy period of Arctic weather in Montana, which we're now on a break from right now, which I don't know when this particular episode uh, right now, episode nine is going to be published. But as I'm speaking right now, we're in a, a more of a warmer period. But we had like these temperatures where it was like 30 below. Um, and then it was, you know, in the, in the blows and then, and then, Ooh, we went up to a whopping, you know, single digits in the, on the positive side, which felt like toasty warm in comparison. Now we're in like the thirties, which I, I swear I could like go out in a t-shirt and shorts these days. And you have to understand when we first moved to Montana, I would watch people in like the 30s go out in shorts and think they were crazy. And now I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> so funny about the, how we acclimate and we come to experience things, you know, which is kind of my point, but I'm not going to go on that tangent. Okay, so here it was. It was, I think, in the maybe the low single digits or in the uh, like under 10 positive digits. Um, it was either like negative less than 10 or, or positive, like single digits, something like that. It was still cold is my point. And, um, we had a ton of snow. We had gotten like 16 inches of snow and I went to, um, I wanted to, uh, clean out the, the horse shelter. Um, but, 
my wheelbarrow wouldn't of course work in the snow. So I like go and get uh, my, I have like a muck bucket and a sled and I put the poop, uh, the horse manure in the muck bucket and then I pull it down on the sled down to the manure pile. And um, when I get down there, I see that there's an issue with the fence, which of course, <laughs> 16 inches of snow. Um, of course, there's going to be inches with the fence because we have some wood railing and we also have electric fencing. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So I've got to, I've got to fix the fence. So, um, and it was a big project to get out to the manure pile, right? Cause there's a lot of snow. And, um, so I go back in and I get, um, you know, I get snowshoes on because I can't make it through the pasture with the amount of snow that is there, even, even following the horse tracks. Um, plus the parts I need to get to a, a more direct path would be going straight through the parts where the horses hadn't gone. And every step was so hard because I would sink down, right? Like I would sink down, um, you know, 16, 14 inches. So I get my snowshoes on, I get my, um, I get my, uh, what do you call it? My sled, I get a bucket, I get, um, I get a drill, I get um, insulators uh, for the electric tape that we have, and I make my way out across the pasture to go fix the fence. And of course, my my um, seven-year-old thoroughbred <laughs> decides he's going to come along and he's going to help out. Um, yeah, so uh, it was hard. I mean, there were these amazing theatrical moments with my horse and I've recorded a video of it, videos of it that I'm, I'm going to post on social media about this because my horse is such a character. Um, and the other one is following behind too. Uh, but it was not easy. It was not easy making it out across this pasture. It was snowing. It was cold. My face was frozen off. Um, I've got a horse following me, pulling the drill out of the, out of the, um, sled and the bucket and pulling my insulator bag out and shaking it around, which is very cute, but also like, I'm also trying to get across the pasture. I've got snowshoes on. I finally get in the snowshoes, like I still sunk 10 inches, um, with each step. So I, it, it, it was still live very you know, laborious to get across the pasture. I finally get across the pasture to where I'm going to fix the fence and I get out onto the other side because I want to get onto the other side so that I can like have a little space without my little nosy horse getting involved in everything that I was doing because he was already involved in everything on the one side of the fence. But I, I get onto the other side of the fence and I literally fell into the snow with my, um, with my, uh, what do you call it? It's my, um, snowshoes on and I couldn't get up. I was literally stuck. I was stuck in the snow and I couldn't get up because I had my snowshoes on and I was kind of like wedged in 16 inches of snow. And, um, I just have had this happen now enough with the horse stuff that I, I literally just in the past, I would have just cried 
And I would have just been like so frustrated. And I would have just kind of been like, I don't know how I'm going to do this and how am I going to keep doing this and what am I going to do? My hands are freezing off. But I, I, I've i learned um, and I've been learning, you know, so much about just embracing that moment, right? Like embracing that moment and just being okay with it. Like, so I just kind of laid there in the snow with my feet kind of tangled underneath me with the snowshoes on, unable to get up, not knowing how I was going to get up way out in the pasture. I couldn't even reach my phone, which was in my pocket, um, you know, for help. And, and, you know, and my horse is watching me and the other one's behind him and I'm just laying there and I just like, kind of like embraced it, right? Like I just kind of like accepted it. And I just kind of like let it all just kind of like just be and just breathed into it and just felt all the feelings, right? Like it wasn't like I was like, oh, this is great. This is a wonderful moment and I'm all happy. No, no, because I wasn't feeling happy. I was feeling tired and I was feeling cold and I was feeling frustrated and I was feeling, you know, frustrated and angry and upset and and whatever but I embraced it by feeling all of those things I let myself just feel all of that just feel how hard it was to get across the pasture just feel how hard it was that I now make it through the fence and then I fall um, because I've got snowshoes on because I needed to have snowshoes on so I could make it across the pasture. But now I've fallen and I can't get up. Literally, it was like one of those commercials from, you know, like, um, I'm showing my age here, but there, there used to be those commercials where they'd show like a senior citizen and they had one of those little things around their neck that they could call for help. And they'd be like, I've fallen and I can't get up, except it was me. And I was I'm a horse girl and I'm out in a pasture in single digit or, you know, minus single digit weather in Montana and, um, and I'm stuck and I've fallen and I can't get up, but I just accept it. I just breathe and let myself feel all of what I was feeling about it and just was like, you know, I'm okay anyway. And I just laid there for a couple of minutes <laughs> and then somehow, even though before I couldn't get up, somehow in just the accepting, I managed to kind of have enough of a foothold to be able to kind of like shift my body over and just somehow find enough balance to be able to get up. And this is what happens. This is what I've discovered that happens when we just accept and when we just let flow our emotions and let flow our experiences and we embrace it all without trying to make it into something else. We just be it in that moment and let ourselves be okay and understand we can be okay. Um, 
because I didn't know if I was going to be okay. I was stuck out in a field. It was cold. I didn't know if anybody was going to come and help me. I didn't know if I was going to be able to get out. You know, I didn't know any of that, but I just let myself be in all of it. (sighs) Something shifted. What shifted? My energy. My energy shifted. My flow of energy shifted. And in doing so, it just kind of like, it's like it opened up this new chapter. And the new chapter of my energy allowed my energy flow to allow another kind of like, like another experience to come to me. And that experience allowed me to find a way to shift my weight and be able to somehow get my legs underneath me. I'm, cause I, I, you know, you might've been like, why didn't you just take your snowshoes off? Why couldn't, I couldn't reach my, I would have done that. I couldn't, I couldn't get to my snowshoes the way I was wedged in the snow. I couldn't get them off and I couldn't get up and I was stuck until I finally just was like, I'm stuck. I'm going to embrace this. This is what it is. And that's what I did. And I just felt all of it. And this is what I'm talking about. Embracing all of it embracing all of it, not sugarcoating it. I wasn't like, ah, ha, ha, this is a moment, blah, blah, blah. I'm feeling really good about this. I wasn't feeling good about it. I was feeling stuck. I was cold. I was tired. I was in, uh, you know, I was frustrated, you know, but I embraced it. And this is what I'm talking about. I embraced it. And in embracing it, it empowered me. How did it empower me? It empowered me because I embraced all of me and our power is our energy. And in embracing all of me, my energy was flowing. And in my energy flowing, what I've come to understand is that when we allow our energy to flow by embracing all of the experiences we're having, you know, the the wonderful, positive, beautiful moments, and also the crappy, we're going to cry, upsetting, you know, angry, frustrated, sad, whatever moments, and all of the mundane moments, that is all part of allowing our power to flow. And that is what empowers us. That is empowering to us. And in the video that I, um, you know, took, and I'm, I'm going to share it, on social media at some point, once I have some time to, you know, pull them all together, um, into the actual video, cause there's a bunch of different snippets. Um, I talk about this. I stand there with no makeup on my face. You know, I just like trekked myself out to the barn to feed my horses. And then I realized there was manure that had to be cleaned up. So I checked myself off to do that. I had no idea I was going to be doing fencing after a big snowstorm and we have all the snow. I didn't know I was going to do that, but I had to do it right then. And, 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 you know, it's funny because like later I can look back and be like, well, that was one of those amazing moments. But when I was in it, 
it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel, I mean, it did at some moments, like when my horse grabbed the insulator bag or the drill and was being really silly. And I've also learned how to practice doing this. I've learned how to practice embracing these experiences. I've learned and been learning how to empower myself through my horse girl life, which is what this podcast is all about. I've learned how that is empowering to me. It is empowering of my own energy and of my own energy flow. And this is not something that just I can do. It is something you can do also. It is something we all can do. And I've found that this is really so empowering. It is so freeing. It is what... It's like, I don't need things to be a certain perfect way. I don't need things to be any way because I can navigate it all. And I talk all about this in this podcast, you know, and, and it's funny because, you know, I think kids, kids, children, they, they, they naturally do this, right? Like kids play, kids, if a kid falls, they just kind of like, you know, yeah, they cry and then you can soothe them and then they kind of go back on their way, right? Like we're the ones that don't know how to do that. We're the ones that get caught up and keep replaying that in our minds over and over and over again, which is a whole topic for another episode. But but the thing is that kids, they don't they don't do that. You know, they tend to be much more just kind of like dust themselves off and keep going. They express their emotions in the moment and and whatever. And, you know, in episode three, I talked about, you know, how I used to do that with my horses and, and how there was this point when I was, you know, after I'd gotten into showing, um, which there's nothing wrong with showing. uh, But what was not serving me was how I started to look at, it's like I got on this bandwagon of thinking the ribbon that I would get at the end was the definition or the reward that I had been seeking instead of the actual experience. When I started showing, when I started showing at any level, and then when I started, you know, I switched to hunter and equitation, Um, you know, it was always about the experience. What is the experience? And then when I started showing, it was like, well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to have these experiences and this is just fun. It's when I gave my power to the ribbon or to the judging or to the needing things to be this certain way so that I could then feel this thing that I'm supposed to feel. That's when I was giving my power away. And that is, it's the same thing, whether it's, a, you know, being in a horse show, um, you know, or, or being out on your horse property or, um, or whatever, when you feel like you need to be at this certain place and when you're not there that is giving your power away you're not embracing all of it and then it's like then you get into this game of controlling and trying to make everything a certain way and that I find is so disempowering and um 
And really what I find is that that's not what our souls, my soul is calling me to do. And that's why it feels so bad. Now I could go on about all of this and the showing thing a lot more, but I I don't want to do that. I want to bring this back to this idea of embracing all the aspects of our horse girl lives, embracing when it feels good, which is often very easy for us, but also embracing when it feels like what we call not good, accepting it, feeling whatever we're feeling as it comes up, allowing ourselves to just be in that, embracing the mundane moments. Why Why the mundane moments, you might be thinking. Why? Okay, I get maybe the, the embracing the good and embracing the bad. What about embracing the mundane? Well, whew, boy, the mundane moments, when we learn to just embrace what we call the mundane moments, there is amazing, we start to see things. We start to see things that we didn't see. See meaning become aware of. Did you listen to the episode? I I think maybe it was in my other podcast The one day, um, maybe I should post this on this podcast. I don't know. But the one day I went out and I was feeding the horses and um, it was there was like this frost, the temperature had dropped, which I had not been looking forward to. Um, This is before the Arctic freeze, but the temperature had dropped. And it was like, Ooh, this, you know, isn't feeling so good. But it was like on a really gray, foggy, or cloudy kind of dreary kind of day. And I went out to feed the horses as I do because I need to. And I just kind of like got into this space that I get into when I go out to feed the horses. Now I've learned to kind of practice. I just kind of like go into this, like, this is what I'm doing. It's almost like this meditative ritual, right? Like, um, and I just allow myself to just kind of be in this state of embracing my horse girl life, which is like, just kind of like this openness to all of it. And so in that state, what happened is I went and I was closing the gate for the horses after feeding the one so that the one doesn't steal the other horse's food. And I see all these little, like little icicles on the the chain of the, the fence of the gate. And it is like the greatest art. I mean, each individual one like was amazing. And, um, and then later, a, a couple of minutes later, I also saw this like amazing thing where there were like these little, um, there was like this strand of all these little tiny little icicles hanging down from the fence. And I was like, what is that? And I realized it was like, a strand of my horses, one of my horses, um, I think their tail probably, although their mane is pretty long right now because I haven't pulled them over the winter. I just let them be warm since they're out 24 seven and they have access to a shelter, but, um, probably their tail, but maybe their mane. Um, but it was pretty long, probably their tail actually, because maybe it was about, yeah, it was about 12 inches. Their mane isn't that long. Um, and it, it had, it was like this strand with all these icicles on it hanging from the fence. And it was 
the most beautiful thing. It was just so amazingly beautiful. And I looked at it and it was like, just took my breath away. Like each individual little icicle was like a little work of art, like that you would see on, you know, a photography site where they zoom in and they just took one photo of one piece of it. And it would have been like, could have been called art, except it was this whole lineup of all of these. Now, I talked about this in my other podcasts, because I could have easily missed all of that if I was not in this state of just being and accepting and embracing my horse girl life. But I've been learning and practicing, you know, just to kind of go out and just to be, um, to be and experience whatever it is that I'm experiencing. And in doing so, you know, I crawled through the fence. I'm kind of like, it was like one of those mundane mornings. It was gray. It was, you know, bleary kind of out. It wasn't a beautiful day in Montana. It was what people would call an ugly day. But I've learned to like embrace what would be called the ugly days and see how beautiful they are. Because I have these amazing experiences like what I'm talking about. I walk up to the fence and there are these little icicles all over the the links of the chain that I use to, to, um, to, you know, keep the gate closed. And then there's these icicles on the horse, you know, strand, tail, I guess. Amazing. I, I could have so easily not seen them. This is the thing that I'm trying to say is that if I did not embrace all of it, I wouldn't have seen them. I know enough about how this works. It's like, I would have not noticed them. I would have been like playing in my mind these thoughts, just feeding the horses. Oh, it's so gray outside. Oh, I've got to do this. Oh, I've got to do that. That's what would have been getting my attention. I wouldn't have noticed the icicles on the gate um, chain. I wouldn't have noticed the the icicles on the, the little horse hair. I wouldn't have noticed any of it. I wouldn't have noticed the beautiful frost and icicles on you know, our fencing. I wouldn't have noticed it on the grass. I wouldn't have seen that. I wouldn't have seen that. And there are a lot of reasons why. And I talk a lot about this in my other podcasts, and I'll be talking about this more. But because I've learned to embrace and practice, and it's an ongoing practice to embrace my horse girl life, to go out into this state of just accepting and being okay with all of it in even those mundane moments i have these experiences of seeing things that i would not otherwise notice and they're amazing and empowering and beautiful and this is my point with this episode when we start to em- practice embracing all of these experiences, this, this is what happens. 
This, we empower ourselves is what we're really doing. What we're really doing. We're not getting power from outside of ourselves. Somebody isn't giving it to us by giving us a ribbon or by giving us a, a an award or saying, Oh, that's a really cool video or that's this or whatever. That's not what's happening. We are empowering ourselves by embracing our own energy and embracing our own energy. We're empowering ourselves and that is allowing our energy to flow. And in allowing our energy to flow, what does that do? It allows us to, um, how can this affect us? They can, first of all, horses darn well appreciate this because this is where they reside. This is where they are. This is how they live. You know, they're not going out having the kinds of reactions that we have. And so I find that when I'm in this place, my horses join me right there. They're right there with me. Okay. And then that's where that connection happens. That's where that connection with them happens. But it's also where our connection with ourselves happen. Because when we're connecting with ourselves, that is where we can also connect with our horses. And it it's it affects things like anxiety, depression, these things, these words that we use, um, disempowerment, because we we're not fighting against ourselves. We're accepting ourselves. And I'm going to talk a lot more about all of this in, in this podcast. I'm not going to continue on anymore today because it's just getting too long. But this is what I talk about in this podcast. This is what I talk about how you can do this, how we can empower ourselves in our horse girl lives. Um, And how we do it by embracing our horse girl lives, embracing the good, the not feeling good or what we would call bad and the in-between. So I'm going to end on that note until the next episode. Hang on. Don't go yet. I forgot to mention that, um, I have a YouTube channel at Riding from the Inside Out, and it is on uh, that YouTube channel that you can find the video that I referred to in this episode and other videos too about just how I'm doing this and what I'm doing. Um, so go to YouTube, check out my channel, and subscribe to not miss any uh any videos. I'm also sharing the podcast as well on there. If you prefer to listen to it on YouTube instead of on your podcast player. So that's the other thing I wanted to mention. And I will now sign off until the next episode. (laughs) 
I'm so glad you tuned into today's episode of the Riding from the Inside Out Empowering Our Horse Girl Selves podcast. If you're enjoying this show, hit the subscribe button and share this episode with others. To connect with me, visit me on my YouTube channel at Riding from the Inside Out, where I share videos of how I practice empowering my horse girl self by embracing my daily horse girl life, the ups, the downs, all of it. You can also connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Riding from the Inside Out. To learn more about me and my other offerings, visit my website at michellewaldo.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-W-A-L-D-O.com.